is Money Talk. This is James Ross. It's 18 minutes to nine. Uh, in your money today, Karen Wright looks at the importance of embracing diversity and disability in the workplace. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In your money today, we're going to take a look at the importance of diversity and disability and understanding the advantages that embracing looking after people can bring to the business world. I'm joined again by Rachel Orleans, who's Head of Talent and Career Development Experience and DEI Lead for APAC at JP Morgan to discuss some of the key issues that need to be addressed. Thank you for joining me again, Rachel. Thank you very much. So let's kick off with a little bit of an explainer. Can you tell me a little about JP Morgan's global disability inclusion strategy? Our objective or our strategy is really truly about breaking down some of the barriers, removing the stigmas and making sure that people are talking about these things. We want to make sure that we're committed in creating opportunities for qualified people with disability as well as draw on any of the diverse talent grow their skills and advance in their careers as well. We want them to thrive within the organisation. Our Office of Disability, which is a global organisation within JP Morgan, also drives our initiatives and provides our strategic direction in making JP Morgan an employer of choice for people or persons with disability. I have been involved in the past with a little bit of assistive technology, but maybe not everybody's familiar with it. How much of a difference can using assistive technology make for people? A huge difference, I would say. So as an employer, what we've been doing is making sure that we are helping our employees also understand the benefits of the assistive technology. We've made sure that we have the right tools, the resources, to ensure people are productive. So we've started calling them productivity tools, in fact. And they could be as simple as screen readers, screen magnifiers, noise cancelling headphones, which maybe for a time we may take for granted. We have a team who are dedicated in making sure that we're able to deliver these productivity tools or assistive technology to support our employees who may have a disability in order to perform their jobs. And maybe I'll change the wording there to say to be as productive as they are expected to be. Disability in itself may be temporary or permanent. And I think it's important that we recognize that at any point in time, any of us could have a disability or not be as productive as we need to be and therefore may need assistive tools or accommodations to ensure this work. And we also ensure that we get feedback from our employees, what's working, what do they need, because they know that more than we would know by ourselves. Now, technology isn't the only thing that can help in this. A support network is also pretty vital. So also an environment where people feel comfortable, I would say. How do you go about doing that and making sure people feel as confident as they can be? Of course, respect is a core competency of our organisation. And our goal is to make sure that we create and maintain a professional as well as diverse, inclusive and safe work environment where people can bring their whole selves into the workplace and be treated with dignity as well. As you said, we want to make sure that we're also getting the best out of our people. So we have various support structures. We've mentioned the accommodations, of course, but we also have our business resource group, Accessibility, I want to make sure I, I say that right, who help support. We have allies, we have caregivers who actually share information. They share some best practices and how they can support others who may have a disability as well. Within Asia, I would say that we 
have about 9,300 members of the Business Resource Group. And as part of that, we've also rolled out more recently our Disability Inclusion Awareness Program. When we started off in Hong Kong, we plan to expand that within the region as well. And it's really to educate our leaders, support them. This is a safe space where you can ask questions, where you have concerns, or you're trying to think of what am I supposed to do if something like this happens. And what we're trying to do is make sure that people feel equipped with the tools which we've given them in terms of toolkits, in terms of things they can do outside to support the community as well in a fun way, but also in a learning way as well. So this is something we're really excited about. And I honestly think this is something that all businesses should be looking towards doing and making sure they have these kind of th procedures and support levels in place. Mm -hmm. Now, aside from within the company, you offer support for disabled non-profits. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me a little bit about that programme and why you feel it's so important to be doing that? Absolutely. So we work with non-profits and community organisations to support the outreach, but we also do that from a civic engagement perspective, public policy and solutions that we can learn that will also help to drive or to help people with disability to thrive as well. One of our main charity partners is Care ER, who we've been working with for the last seven years as well. And with this organisation, I think what has been great is they have been helping us really to look at things such as our disability inclusion index and for the second year running we've taken part in that disability inclusion index. The index is quite a comprehensive assessment in itself. It's a tool for organisations to for example build a roadmap of measurable and tangible actions towards the workplace disability inclusion. I think what's been interesting and we're very proud of this is we scored 100% in recruitment products and services and accessibility this year and uh, also we increased our rating in 2022 to 2023 by 132.5% so very excited about that. We also had them, we've been working with them also to look at our accommodations, our accessibility and review and to let us know what we can do, what we can update as well. So it helped us to actually look at what we've done, speak to our our real estate, make suggestions as to what we could change in order to make it better for others when they come in. And then also introducing a green, amber and red scale to help us manage any suggested changes with timelines in mind as well. Lastly, from a recruitment perspective, all of our lateral roles at JP Morgan are also available to applicants within that as well. And we work very closely with Care ER for events such as an annual recruitment fair, job skills matching, workshops in order to meet as many candidates as possible. So this, of course, enables us to open our recruitment sourcing channels much wider, enabling us to have a wider pool as well. So that's also an interesting point there, that I think it sounds like there are a lot of resources out there that if you as a company feel like you need some assistance with your planning, then you can get that. Yeah. Now, last question, why do you think it's so important that all businesses strive to be better at this? I think the important thing is promoting disability inclusivity is not just a nice to have. It, it's really a competitive advantage as well. It is also about making sure that we have equal opportunity, we have diversity, we have different thoughts that are coming through. So that leans to innovation, customer satisfaction. There are a host of things as well. We should all be thinking about it from a 
from a social responsibility perspective as well. So if I look at that, I always feel that we should be looking at it from a wider lens. For example, we have autism at work. I've mentioned about our our disability recruitment pieces. We've got autism at work, which is very similar. We've been running this for about eight years now. So for me, I feel this is a trailblazer moment in itself, but it helped us to expand our sourcing channels. We work with a partner that helps us in terms of education, be it recruitment, giving us the right tools, the support in order to be able to move some of this along. And therefore, people who come into the organization feel the culture of inclusivity is rife, right? Being accepted to be who you are in the workplace and also coming up with innovative hiring practices that we hopefully should be able to use within the organization. So I believe that it is critically imperative for businesses to lean in, embrace workplace disability inclusion, and also play a part in contributing to a more inclusive society as a whole. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. It's been brilliant to speak to you again. Thank you so much for coming in. Rachel Orlins, who's Head of Talent and Career Development Experience and DEI Lead for APAC at JP Morgan. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks, Rachel. And uh, thanks, Carolyn.